So thankful to be with you once again for another episode of the program, Watch Therefore. And I want to stop for a moment and say thank you for all of those who send in wonderful comments uh, in your letters and emails and even phone calls. Thank you. It's great to hear such encouraging comments from those who are watching the program. Also, for those who are financially partnering with us, you're a great blessing. We appreciate you tremendously. Having said that, what do you do when, to the contrary of being appreciated, you're not only unappreciated, even persecuted and hated for doing that which is good for your life in Messiah Jesus? Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus' name, in this increasingly God-hating and hostile to the gospel of our Savior Jesus' world that we live in, fill us with your Holy Spirit and give us great wisdom and understanding for this time, this season, through your precious Holy Word. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Please bless every viewer today. Amen and amen. So... Paul and Silas are out on mission with the gospel of our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. We're going to pick up in Acts chapter 16, verse 6. Now, when they had gone through Phrygia in the region of Galatia, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. After they had come to Mycenae, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit did not permit them. So passing by Mycenae, they came down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia stood and pleaded with them, saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. Now after he had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go to Macedonia, concluding that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel to them. So first we see that Paul and Silas were forbidden by the Holy Spirit twice to go the direction on mission they were intending. And I've experienced this personally. I, with all of my heart, have wanted to go to certain places at certain times. And, and, whenever, and when I've gotten ready to pull the trigger, buy a plane ticket, or go forward, something has stopped it. A person, place, or thing. And it's the Holy Spirit who is above these matters. Yes? And, and I want to give you a, a specific example also in that I was living in Israel, so I wanted to do Israel tours. I had connections and relationships where I could easily do tours, uh, fr uh, inviting people from the States and other places to come on tour with me in Israel. And I couldn't understand why everything I tried to do, there was such great hindrance and it just wouldn't work out. Well, little did I know there was this little thing called COVID that was coming that would shut like a door that is locked and bolted, completely shut down all of the Israeli tourism. Yeah? What's it come down to? Abba Father knows best. And through our Savior Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, we can trust Him. But when He shuts a door, don't worry, He'll open another one somewhere else. And that's exactly what He did with this man 
in the vision. And Paul and Silas knew, we're going to Macedonia to preach the gospel. And then we continue in verse 11. Therefore, sailing to Troas, we ran a straight course to Samothrace, and the next day came to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a foremost city of that part of Macedonia, a colony. And we were staying in that city for some days. So when it says a colony, it means a Roman colony. And the Philippians were so proud that Philippi was a Roman colony. Continuing on. And on the Sabbath day, we went out of the city to the riverside where prayer was customarily made. And we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. So these were most likely Jewish women. And Paul's custom, as you read through the book of Acts, on his, on his mission journeys, was to go first to the Jews, to the synagogues, right? And, and he even wrote to those in the nations, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the Greek or the Gentiles. Listen, nothing's changed. You can look at Paul, the greatest missionary to the Gentiles, and see his pattern. His pattern was to the Jew first and then to the nations. God's word has not changed. That pattern has not changed, though it has changed in the church from many, many, many centuries ago, which I don't have time to go into. But trust the word of God and look at the Apostle Paul's pattern and example, the gospels to the Jew first and then to the nations. And so apparently there is not a synagogue in Philippi and that would require a quorum, a certain number of Jewish men who would uh, legitimize uh, a synagogue or a meeting on the Sabbath in the city. And so, since there wasn't a synagogue, these Jewish ladies customarily went down to the riverside on the Sabbath to pray. And beginning now in verse 14, now a certain woman named Lydia heard us. She was a seller of purple from the city of Thyatira, who worshiped God. The Lord opened her heart to heed the things spoken by Paul. And when she and her household were baptized, she begged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. So she persuaded us. Now notice, only the Lord can open a heart. Only the Lord can open the heart. One plants, another waters, but the Lord is the increase, right? And I love what a man told me many years ago, a wise old uh, man in the faith of our Savior Jesus. He said, preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit and leave the results to God. Yes, there you go. Well, Paul, uh, the book of Acts here continues regarding Paul and Silas. Now, it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. The girl followed Paul and us, cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. So we see Paul and Silas and this apostolic band of disciples of Messiah Jesus out on mission. They go to pray, and that's when the demonic attack comes. Oh, Satan hates it when we pray to our Father in heaven in Messiah Jesus' name, especially as it relates to people getting saved. Oh, hallelujah. The anointing of the Spirit of Christ Jesus on Paul stirred up 
that demon spirit because of the great holiness and righteousness of God the Son, the only begotten Son of God, Messiah Jesus, in Paul and Silas and the others. And the Spirit is mocking what? The gospel. Oh, the devil hates the gospel because it's the power of God to save. And this she did for many days, but Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. So Paul cast out that nasty demon spirit. Why? Because that's what disciples of Messiah Jesus do. And listen, I'm all for um, uh, anointed and biblical counseling. It's very important. But there's a principle we need to understand. You can't counsel out a demon spirit. They can only be cast out in our Savior Jesus' name. And there's not enough of that going on these days. There's too many demoniacs running around. And what do we do? We give them a pill. We have the, they have this malady and we give them a pill. No, it's, it's time that we get back to the Jesus model of casting out devil spirits. They sure do that in Africa where we go. That's right. Well, we see that there was no marching band when this dear precious lady got free. No no attaboy, Paul, no, for helping this poor lady in bondage. The master's money was more important than the gospel of Jesus Christ. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, these men being Jews exceedingly trouble our city and they teach customs which are not lawful for us being Romans to receive or observe. Remember, these Macedonian Philippians call themselves Romans and use that as a pretense to persecute Paul. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. What do Paul and Silas get for their good works? Great persecution. And folks, that's increasing all around the world today, and certainly even here in America, we're going to see more of it. And in Messiah Jesus' name, we need to take this example. But guess what? It's not over. It's not over. We'll see in just a moment together. Remember, watch Therefore and be ready. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful, servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, 
we're working through our Israeli-believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua, and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior Jesus, please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv and also through the post, through snail mail at our P.O. box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I want to share a very special opportunity that we have, a gospel missions outreach opportunity in Rwanda, Africa. Now, for those of you who have been watching our program for a while, you know that for the last two years, as much as I've wanted to go to Rwanda, I've been hindered because of the corona plague. And just before that, on two trips, we saw so much fruit. We saw people get saved. We saw churches get blessed. We, we warned of the signs of the times and, and, the, and the virus hit right when I returned and people were saying, he taught us about this. He said things like this were coming. We saw 100 prostitutes stand up at a special meeting we had there, repent of their sins, come forward and pray to receive Jesus as Lord. And the ministry we work with that works with them, that brought them that day, uh, has delivered to them 100 Bibles uh, afterwards and they began reading those Bibles. We had further meetings where they brought more prostitutes to a hillside who stood up and prayed to receive the Lord and the others who already had were reading their Bibles and sharing their new life verses. They were dressed modestly and they're going on with the Lord. Oh hallelujah. Well because of the virus what we had to do was set up pastor conferences on Zoom. Many of you already know about this. 50 pastors at a time over uh, two years We've reached 1,500 pastors across Rwanda, and they, they're pleading with me, please come, please come. Now listen, we are, we are trusting the Lord and praying for revival of a country. Oh, hallelujah. May it start on this trip, and here's how you can get involved. You can pray. 
you can give. We're going to have information in our monthly newsletter. If you don't get that yet, sign up for it. And this trip is going to cost, and we're asking the Lord, please, Lord, through our partners, raise up an extra $15,000 over and above our normal monthly expenses, and we're going to go, hallelujah, to Rwanda and see the glory of the Lord. You can participate, and here's how we can do this together. You do the praying, and as the Holy Spirit of the living God shows you, you do the giving, and I'll do the going. Praying, giving, going. Holy Spirit, missions, relationship, and partnership for the gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ. July, Rwanda. Watch therefore and be ready. Before going to the teaching segment of this episode of the program, Watch Therefore, I just want to say thank the Lord. I thank our Lord Jesus for those he's raised up to help pay for this Rwanda trip, praying, giving, and going, right? And so half the funds have come in. We need another about $7,500. And so as the Lord leads by the Spirit of God, hear what he says and do it. And thank you for participating, for praying and giving as we do the going for this Rwanda trip. Now back to the program. Welcome back to this episode of the program Watch Therefore. Paul and Silas are out on mission, and we're going to do a brief review read so we can go forward from here. Now, it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us, who brought her masters much profit by fortune-telling. This girl followed Paul and us and cried out, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to us the way of salvation. And this she did for many days." But Paul, greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that very hour. But when her master saw that their hope of profit was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. And they brought them to the magistrates and said, These men, being Jews, exceedingly trouble our city, and they teach customs which are not lawful for us, lawful for us, being Romans, to receive or observe. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. And I have two words for you at this point. Are you ready? But God. But God. Rich in mercy. Almighty and always with the plan for his people walking in his ways. Hallelujah. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, 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 there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loosed. Oh, hallelujah. And the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep and seeing the prison doors open, supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword and was about to kill himself. But Paul called with a loud voice, saying, Do yourself no harm, for we are all here, beaten and bloody, in the deepest prison, in the deepest part of the night. Paul and Silas were praying and singing to the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. It's still amazing what praising can do. Suddenly, suddenly, there's a great earthquake. Prison foundations were shaken. Immediately, immediately, all the doors 
or opened. This is a word for someone today. Hallelujah. What beaten and bloody time are you in? What prison has you in bondage? It may, it may seem like the deepest part of the night to you right now. Pray and sing to our Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Your suddenly and your immediately is on its way. The guard that was charged to keep the inmates was going to kill himself because he knew they would kill him and maybe not so quickly and easily. Yeah? But the, the prisoners, the inmates, they didn't escape. Why did nobody escape? They were more free in that prison with Paul and his Jesus than they would be outside without him. Then he called for a light, ran in and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. And he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? So they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them. He rejoiced, having believed in God with all of his household. The prisoner becomes the pastor and the jailer and his household become the church. Paul gets to walk the way of Messiah Jesus with stripes on his back and experience a miracle like that of the stone being rolled away with the prison doors opening. Oh, praise our Savior Jesus and hallelujah. Paul is ministering in Macedonia according to the vision and many like me believe that the man in the vision was this jailer. Yes, and look how the Lord continues to turn all of this around for Paul and Silas. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the officer saying, let those men go. So the keeper of the prison reported these words to Paul saying, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. But Paul said to them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned Romans, and have thrown us into prison. And now do they put us out secretly? No, indeed, let them come themselves and get us out. And the officers told these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Romans. Then they came and pleaded with them and brought them out and asked them to depart from the city. So they went out of the prison and entered the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they encouraged them and departed. Remember, the Philippians were in awe of Rome and were so happy to be a Roman colony and realized they, not being Romans, beat and jailed this Roman citizen. See how the Lord turns everything around? Is he still turning everything around today for his people who are praising him and out on mission? I love it when I go to a church that when I'm driving out of the parking lot after church back out into the street, there's a sign that says you are entering the mission field. You are now entering the mission field. Every day we are supposed to be on mission for our Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus. What about you? Are you on mission? Will you praise him and sing to him and thank him and trust him in the midst of your deepest night? 
You know, it's been said that American Christians want to see miracles. And, and there, there are those who say, well, how come we never see these things today? Again, there are Christians in America who say, we want to see God's miracles. Why? They actively avoid the context in which they take place. Out on mission, denying ourselves, taking up our cross to follow our Savior Jesus, walking in boldness, walking in boldness, standing up for righteousness in humility with courage. Yeah. You won't have to go looking for trouble. You just walk with the Savior Jesus. It will come looking for you. And in the midst of it, you stand and you praise and you thank. You pray and love and watch the Lord shake the prison doors open and do great things in and around you and bring many to righteousness today. Preach Jesus the Lord. Rejoice. Pray, be thankful. Sing to the Lord in everything rejoice. Yeah? And maybe today you need to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Maybe today you need to repent and go to the front door of salvation and grace and realize you've sinned against God and you've never really been born again. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. How are you born again? You repent of your sins, begin to change your mind and turn away from them, and you receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord, believing He died on the cross to pay for your sins. He was buried and on the third day, hallelujah, He rose from the grave. Will you do that today? Will you do that today? And if you're doing that, just cry out to Him, Lord Jesus, save me. I want to turn away from my old life. I want to turn away from my sins. I don't want to go to hell, and you don't want me to go there because you love me and you sent Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for my sins. And I believe that, and that you were buried and you rose from the grave, Lord Jesus. Save me, heal me, forgive me, give me your new life now, and I'll follow you. And if you're doing that, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you some free literature to help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus today. Yes, oh, Father in heaven, thank you for this special holy time we've had together. Oh, please bless those who are watching tremendously and help us to be ready when you come for us in the clouds, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Remember, now is the time. Now is the time. Things are not getting easier. They're getting harder. They're getting worse. The good news is what we saw today in God's Word with Paul and Silas is available for you and me today. Yes? And don't forget to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us in the clouds any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. 